the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I pray, O God, that the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, will be acceptable in your sight, O God. And you will give us understanding and clarity in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. The priority of prayer. The great conflicts, the great conflict that we all know about. If you don't know about it, you need to know about the great conflict. The great conflict just means that there is an ongoing battle. There is warfare. There is contention between the kingdom of evil and the kingdom of good or the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the devil. And uh, we are in this warfare, whether we like it or not. And we need to be stronger so that we can stand in this warfare, so that we can be soldiers, strong soldiers, as the Lord wants us to be. Amen. For we are not common people. We are soldiers, soldiers, soldiers of the Lord. And you need to realize that, that you are a soldier. Amen. You need to realize that, that you are a soldier. Amen. The scripture says, you know, a soldier doesn't live carelessly. A soldier doesn't live anyhow. Because if a soldier lives anyhow, his life is in danger. Amen. Because he's on a battleground. Amen. So, we need to walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Understanding what the will of the Lord is, so that we don't, you know, get tricked, trip, and get trapped. Amen. We need to walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. What does it mean to walk circumspectly? It means to have eyes all around you. Amen. Everything that is happening, you are not ignorant, but you are informed. You are inspired by the Lord so that you don't walk as fools, but as wise. Understanding what the will of the Lord is so that you don't get tricked. Amen. You don't get tricked and you don't get trapped. Amen. The devil will trick you so as to trip you and so as to trap you. You don't want to be tricked. You don't want to be tricked. Amen? And you don't want to be trapped. Therefore, be wise. A serpent, gentle as doves. Amen. Praise God. The Lord has been speaking to us again on the priority of prayer. Our text is from Luke 11, 1 to 28. Luke 11, 1 to 28. There's a lot of things in there. We're going to refer to a lot of other scriptures. So please get your pens and your pencils and your papers ready to make some notes. Hallelujah. Mm. The word of God is so rich. Hallelujah. Let's just uh, first of all do our uh, scripture prayer prompters, uh, what you may call uh, memory verses. Matthew 7, 7 to 8. Is the first one. I would like you to commit these scriptures to memory and use them to pray in your private prayer time. The first one again is Matthew 7, 7 to 8. Ask 
and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and he who seeks, finds, and to him who knocks, it will be opened. Amen. Ask, ask, ask. Don't just say, God knows my needs. Oh, he said, oh, my father knows my needs. My mother knows my needs. Don't you still ask? Anyway, amen? You get that? Yeah. Oh, even though mommy knows, even though daddy knows, you still ask. Same thing with our father in heaven. Even before we ask, he knows. But he says, ask anyway. He doesn't want to give you what you don't want. Amen. Hallelujah. He wants to make sure that you really desire what he gives you. And it's by asking that you express your heart desire. Not just by him knowing what you need. Because sometimes, you know, we don't even want what we need. We don't care about what we need. It's other things that we don't need that we desire. So he doesn't just want to give us what we need. He wants us to ask what we need so that he can give us. Because by that we are saying, this is my need. This is my desire. Amen. A prayer that lacks desire, that lacks passion, is an empty prayer. It has to be with desire. And the second memory verse is Psalms 2. Psalm 2, verses 7 and 8. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. And this is um, the Son of God speaking before he came to this world. And this is the pre-incarnate Jesus. And he's saying, you know, this is what the Father said to him. I will declare the decree. My Father said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me. The Father is saying, ask of me. And I will give you the nations for your inheritance and the ends of the earth for your possession. Don't you even know that, you know, if you are the son of the Father, whatever belongs to the Father belongs to you. So, whatever belongs to the Father, the nations belong to the Father. That means the nations belong to Jesus. But the Father is saying, you say, ask me anyway. Even though it belongs to you. Even though the nations belong to you. Ask me. This is the decree. The decree is, ask me. That is the decree. That is the ordinance. That is the mandate. That is the law. That's the principle. That's the principle of the kingdom. Ask me. If you don't ask, you don't get. So he says, ask, it will be given to you. If you don't ask, it's not going to be given to you. Seek, you will find. If you don't seek, if you don't ask for guidance, you don't ask for direction, nobody's going to tell you, oh, go there, go there. They don't know where you're going. Amen. And if you don't knock, nobody will just open their door and say, come in. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, the last one there is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18. Rejoice, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. 
What is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you? The will of God in Christ Jesus for you is that you rejoice always. God desires that you rejoice always. Rejoice. And again I say rejoice. The scripture says rejoice. And again I say rejoice. Amen. And the will of God for you is that you pray without ceasing. That is the will of God. That is the the, when it says the will of God, it means the word of God, and it means the, the command of God. Amen? It means the law of God. The will of God in Christ Jesus for you is that you pray without ceasing. The will of God in Christ Jesus for you is that in everything you give thanks. But you see, you can't rejoice always. Unless you pray without ceasing. And you can't always give things unless you are praying without ceasing. So prayer is, you know, is the, is the key. Amen. It's what binds it all together. If you pray without ceasing, you rejoice always. If you pray without ceasing, you have many things to give thanks for. Amen. Praise God. May the Lord give us understanding. The Lord is speaking to us on uh, the great conflict, the priority of prayer. So please listen very carefully. May the Lord give you clarity in the name of Jesus. You see, we have considered the example set for us in the earthly life of Jesus and the ongoing or current example we have in the heavenly life of Jesus as he sits on the right hand of the Father. Angels, authorities, and powers subject to him and continues to make intercession for the saints. Amen. These are two examples. The one example set for us in the earthly life of Jesus. The other example set for us in the heavenly life of Jesus. In the earthly life of Jesus, we see that Jesus took prayer as a priority. Jesus prayed all the time. And in the heavenly life of Jesus, presently, as he sits on the right hand of the Father, he continues to pray. He continues to make intercession. So those are great examples. We looked at that some weeks ago. Since Jesus is our master and leader, he is our number one example of godly living. Prayer is a priority for Jesus. Jesus made prayer a priority in his life. He prayed first thing in the morning and throughout the course of the day, he would normally withdraw himself from the crowd just to pray. He prayed and prayed much before any major event or decisions he made in his life. For example, he prayed all night long. Listen to it again. He prayed and prayed much. He did not just pray. He prayed much. He prayed much. For example, he prayed all night long just to make decisions on those who will be his 12 disciples. He prayed all night. And in the morning, he made those decisions out of the multitudes. No, that were following him. He made decisions on those who will be his 12 disciples. Having prayed all night. He didn't just pray for one hour. He didn't just pray for two hours. He prayed all night. He prayed and prayed much. Moreover, we see Jesus praying and fasting before venturing out into public ministry. So we see Jesus again that he prayed, not just prayed, he prayed much. 
Here he prayed and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Just before going to public ministry. Not little prayer. Much prayer. He prayed and fasted. He didn't just, just pray. Because you can pray without fasting. But he added fasting to it. And he did it for 40 days and 40 nights. Before going to public ministry. That is a lot of praying. It's an example for us. He didn't just do that so that we can just read it. And be like, oh wow. Hmm. It's for us to learn from. Amen. 